Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and I come to you as a woman who has run out of steam for the day. And I'm starting the episode on this note so that we tee ourselves up for this episode, so that it sets the tone and so that I can set the context of what we're about to discuss. I have had a day (laughs) and I say that in the most exhausted and glorious way. I have had a day of workshops and coaching sessions and helping my son revise for his GCSEs and literally just not stopping from this thing to that thing, to walking the dogs, to getting this ready, to doing that, to following up with them, to, you know, one of those days where you just don't stop and it's all glorious. You're not moaning, but you do know you're tired. So I come to, I I stand before you, a woman at 7.30 at night, when her podcast is due out tomorrow and the episode that she thought she had prepared to release is nowhere to be found. Poof, it's gone. And so I thought, okay, I've got choices. I can just not release one. I can do that. I can release it a day late. I can release it an hour late. Or I can say what's on my heart. And I always know that when I get that glimmer from my, whatever you want to call it, my gut instinct, my intuition, it's always the nudge to follow. So what I'm not endorsing here, by the way, is anyone working at half seven at night just to meet an obligation. That's not, that's not it. What I am saying is that the amount of clients that I experience and I support and I coach and the amount of work that I do with myself to not hold back from showing up as you are in business, it takes so much courage and so much bravery, and so much self-support to show up as you are, and to not put on the smile because you think that's what's expected, and not to hide what you really, where you really are, so that you can put on this persona that you think is going to be the right one, so that they're going to, it's manipulative at its core. People pleasing is manipulative at its core. It's basically saying, I will bend myself and contort myself into these shapes and facial expressions and messages that I allow to come out of my mouth so that I am acceptable to you. And I stand before you, a woman in this episode where I'm telling you, I'm fucking knackered. (laughs) I'm knackered and I want to speak to you. I'm knackered and I've got a message on my heart. I'm tired and... I want to be here. I'm tired and I want to fulfill this obligation that is so important to me. Just yesterday, I posted over on my Instagram. This is, I'm going into a cul-de-sac of a tangent. I'm going to come back out and we're going to start the episode properly, but allow me to just go into this tangent just for a minute. Posted on my Instagram yesterday. So if you are listening to this way in the future, it's a post from the 17th of October, 2023. And you'll notice that it's a little bit different because it's a graph and it's a graph of like ups and downs, real, real highs and real, real lows. And that's because yesterday was the most podcast episode downloads that I had, my podcast had reached in one single day. It was, you know, with it, you know, when you look at something and then you have to double take and look at it again and be like, hang on a minute, is that real? Is that, is there, is there a glitch in this system? And anyway, what I thought would be useful to share over my on my Instagram was the up and down graph, like the actual reality graph and the and the cumulative ga- graph. You can hear that I'm tired, right? I'm sorry about my words. 
but allow me to be sloppy in this episode. Allow me to show up as I am. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. So I just want to read out what I I posted. It says, firstly, to those of you who tune into the Inner Work Conversation, thank you. Thank you for taking me on your plane journeys, your dog walks, your tractor rides. Yes, (laughs) some of you are riding a tractor listening to this. Your gym sessions, your commutes, your house cleaning sessions. I am truly honoured and grateful. The Inner Work Conversation is a place where I've always had the intention of helping you to feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. So when you listen and when you join in and when you share and when you message me, know that I am so deeply grateful and I absolutely love that you are picking up what I'm putting down, swearing and all. Secondly, some uninvited but heartfelt advice. If you're committed to doing something that you love or committed to something that you love, but you're just not seeing results yet, hold your nerve and focus on the love that you have for it, the joy simply in the creation and the journey itself. That first picture, the ups and the downs, that shows reality. It shows the highs and the lows over time. And you can clearly see that it at times it appears like nobody is listening, right? Be careful what you make it mean in those moments. If you tie a meaning to it based on your own insecurities, you'll make decisions that aren't in your best interests. If you fixate on the numbers when it appears that nobody is listening, nobody is watching, nobody is paying attention, then you're at risk of quitting. Or even worse, you're at risk of disrespecting the integrity of your own creativity for the sake of pleasing an algorithm or creating from a place of, what can I say or do that will make them like this or me? Honour your feelings, but don't take action from them. Give yourself what you need and remain objective. And then I go on to say that the second picture, as you swipe along, that's that's a cumulative graph. So it goes steadily upwards. And what I've said here is it's cumulative as in it shows the accumulation of progression over time. It evens out the highs and lows. It shows over time increased progress. Can you imagine if I'd stopped? On the low, low days where it appeared like no one was listening, when my own insecurities and inner chatter were really loud, when it would have been so easy to buy into the tips and the tracks, sorry, the tips and the hacks and the quick wins, it's the same in business. You are, this is what I say, you are getting there, you are inevitably, but don't get so focused on getting there that you miss the joy of the journey because really, That's what it was about this whole time. And I posted that and I've had so many interactions about that post and it sort of links into where I find myself recording tonight. I find myself coming to you today with a real sense of obligation to you and obligation to myself to show up as I am because so many people that I work with feel like they can only show up when it's perfect. It's a very all or nothing, black and white thinking. It's binary. It's or it, it literally is that. It's all or it's nothing. And so I've got three points that I want to bring to to you for your consideration in this episode. And I want you, as normal in the inner work conversation, I want you to take them and apply them into your inner world, into how these relate to your life and your business. Let's go. Point number one. I do have the time tonight. I am lacking on energy. So let's break this down. You guys know that I run a group space called the Thrive First Method. 
And in that space, what I've come to realize over time is that I'm not helping people to plan in a conventional way. I am helping to be, <laughs> to people, <laughs> I am helping people to plan based on their unique set of circumstances in life and in business. I am helping people to plan based on their unique own um, self-sabotage techniques, their own conditioning, their own inner voices of self-doubt that make them believe that they're not good enough and drive actions like trying harder and harder, doing more and more. And what I recognize about the space that I hold there for my clients inside the Thrive First Method is also this different way of going about your planning in business, which is knowing that time and energy are two very different things. And I come to you tonight recording this episode, knowing that I do have the time. It's only half seven. And technically everything else is done. Like I have, even after recording this episode, I have hours of relaxing and doing not very much. I am privileged in that way, but I am low on energy. And I want you to consider the difference between the two. When you look into your week and you bash yourself over the head with, why can't I just get that thing done? Have you even stopped to consider that time and energy are two very different things? Let me give you a scenario. Let's say that it's 12 o'clock on Thursday in the day, right? Lunchtime on Thursday in the day. And you're thinking to yourself, right, I've got the whole afternoon to pour myself into that creative endeavor. I've got the whole afternoon now, nothing else scheduled in. I have the time, all right? But in the morning, you have done something that has drained your energy. It has drained your energy so much that by the time it gets to lunchtime, you're like, I don't get it. Why can't I show up? What is wrong with me? The issue in that situation is you have the time, but you haven't recognized that what you've been doing in the morning has actually used up all of your energy. So by the time it gets to mid, like midday, lunchtime, you don't recognize that you actually need to restore, re-energize. You need to pour back into yourself before you can expect yourself to pour back out again. And I want to just point you back to the beginning of this episode where I said all of the things that I've been doing today, they are, it's been glorious, but it has been full on. And I say that so that I want, I want to point out to you here, I do have the time to do this podcast episode. I also have the creative energy. Do you know what? This has just made me realize something that I promised to do inside the Thrive First Method in November is a workshop on the different ways of the different types of exhaustion and the different types of rejuvenation. I am going to do that because what I was about to say is I am physically tired. I, I can feel it. You can probably hear it in my voice. I am physically tired, but I am not creatively tired. There is still an episode that wants to burst out of me and it's bursting out of me right now. And I need you to see that sometimes. Um, and if you're in the Thrive First Method in November, you've got this workshop coming your way. We are going to look at the different types of exhaustion and the different types of restoration that 
are available to you and are there for you to be aware of. You know, there is physical, there is emotional, there is mental, there is creative. And I haven't made these up. These aren't, this is not my shit, but I'm here tonight delivering this episode because I still have creative energy, but my physical vessel, it's tired. And so after this podcast recording, I'm privileged enough to be able to go and rest. But anyway, back to the point, back to you. Can you see that sometimes what you might have been doing throughout your professional career so far, even if you're self-employed, is you might have been confusing time and energy. And actually that's not serving you at all. They're two different things. Okay. So let's wrap that point up. Let's move on to point two. I am committed to showing up to the inner work conversation. And I'm sure that you guys have commitments too. I'm sure you have obligations as well. You know, I'm sure that you don't just have obligations that you have to or should show up for. I'm sure like me with the inner work conversation, there are things that you want to show up for because you care deeply about them. And you show up because not only is this you giving, but in that giving, it gives back to you as well. That's what these episodes do. That's what this work does for me. As I said that in the workshop, get out of your own way today. I I come to these workshops. I come to my work and people think that I'm just giving and I'm not. I'm taking at the same time. People think that I'm teaching. I'm not. I'm learning at the same time. It's, it's a mutual energetic exchange when I show up and I do this work and I feel fucking blessed to be able to do this. But anyway, back to you. You will have that. You will have things in your life that you aren't just obliged to show up for, but you want to. Like it might come in the form of walking your dog. It might come in the form of, you know, showing up for your business or your clients. It might show up in the form of caring for an elderly parent or a kid. All of these things, it can be a right fucking pain in the arse sometimes, but you love it and there's meaning in it. It means something to you. And I want to point out in this second point, and I haven't got to it yet, I'm just setting the scene, (laughs) but here it is. Sometimes there are things that we're obliged to do, we're committed to doing, and we want to do them. And in order to show up to be able to do them, we have to stop doing certain things. We have to stop trying to make it perfect. We have to stop giving in to the voice that tells us that anything but your absolute best is not good enough. Sometimes when we're poor on time or poor on energy, we have to stop trying to show up to it as this polished version of ourselves. And instead, like I said at the top of this episode, show up as we are and just trust that how we're showing up right now in this moment with everything that we've got is enough. It just is. Sometimes we, a lot of the people that I work with, and myself included, we're we're grown in the soil of, we're conditioned from the concept and the theory that, you know, you have to work really hard to get success. You have to do all the hours and put your all in to get success. And I want to ask you, does that feel successful to you? When you're putting everything in, you're leaving it all on the table, you're bleeding yourself dry, 
You're putting in more hours and more hours. And then when you've run out of hours, you find more, you sacrifice, you give. Does that feel like success to you? Or do you think that you are trying to operate based on another person's rule book? When I think about the the people that that can, that contributed to my conditioning, and I say those words, you can hear that I'm choosing them carefully, right? When I think about the people that contributed to who I am and how I think and what I believe in the space of work and my professional upbringing, not just my parents, not just my siblings, not just the people around me who brought me up, but also my professional upbringing. I'm a 37-year-old woman and I have grown up with parents and sisters who have, and, and even my early career, you know, we come from a time where it doesn't really matter if you like your job, you just have to do overtime and work harder and do more and show that it doesn't matter and leave all your shit at the door and not bring it into work. And if you do do that, the boss might see that you're not very reliable and don't be hormonal. Fucking hell. Don't be hormonal. Don't seem unhinged because they might not trust you with the important stuff. You can relate to this, can't you? If you're listening, I'd love to hear from you. Is this relatable? Because to me, this is how I've been raised. And as I grow deeper into my own business and I and I turn up and I show up more as myself and I remain committed to showing up and fulfilling the obligations that are important to me, like this podcast, like showing up every single Monday morning to hour one, even if my son has just kicked off as he's walked through the door to go to school, even if I've got shit going on in my life, even if whatever You've got that too. You've got obligations too. Not that you should show up for, but you want to show up for them. And this second point is me saying to you, can you show up for those things with less perfection? Can you show up for those things without giving in to that voice that tells you that anything but your most best is not enough? Can you show up to those things trusting that what you're giving in this moment is enough. It is. You are inherently valuable. It's not how hard you work. It's not how much hours you put in. It's not how much you sacrifice and suffer that contributes to your worth. You are inherently worthy as you are, even if as you are is hormonal as fuck, knackered, whatever, you're inherently worthy as you are. And perhaps this is your sign. When I'm coming to you at half seven on a Wednesday night with a glass of red, maybe this is your sign to start questioning the conditioning that you have around how perfect you must show up and how smiley you must be, what it means to be acceptable you get to define that. Yes, you have been conditioned to automatically think in certain ways. And that conditioning has taken place over years, years. But no, no, no. And you are responsible for you now. So yet while your automatic thought might be, oh, well, you know, it just needs to be perfect and I need to pump loads more into it and I have to have it all figured out before I release it to the world or whatever that is for you. Please know that 
if there is conditioning there, and that is how you were brought up, we can use that as it to as a tool to give us understanding as to why you might think those things and behave in those ways. And also, you are responsible for yourself now. You are fill in the gap, however many years old you are. You are at whatever stage in business you're at, and you are responsible for yourself right now. And just to round off this point, essentially what I'm saying here is, it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility. That, that's what I'm saying. I could have shown up here tonight, trying my very best to hide the fact. In fact, I'm not going to say this. I'm going to make my third, third and final point, and then I'm going to say what I was about to say. The third and final point is, please trust that transparency leads to intimacy. I could have shown up. This is what I was going to say. <laughs> I could have shown up tonight being like, oh, you know, hiding the fact that I'm knackered, hiding the fact that I haven't really prepared for this episode, hiding the fact that I have had a full on day, hiding, hiding, hiding. And what I want you to know is not only from my experience, but from my 18 years in developing people and watching people's interactions and the having feedback from when I've coached someone to go like how they're going to approach a situation and coaching them to enable them to drop their guard and to have a conversation that is more transparent and hides less of themselves. When I hear back from them and I'm like, how did it go? And they're like, you know what? I'm so glad I was more transparent with them because it meant that they could understand me more. And with that understanding, we were able to relate to each other more. We were able to see each other's point of view more. We were able to understand where each other was coming from. I promise you, I promise you that if you can trust that transparency leads to more intimacy, what do I mean? Transparency leads to more intimacy with, firstly, with yourself. Like, I could dishonor myself by showing up to this podcast episode tonight and trying to put on the show, trying to put on the show of nothing to see here. Everything's normal on the inner work conversation. No, it's not. I'm knackered. (laughs) And you can probably hear that. Does it make me less able? No, because I've been, and I suppose that's a point to make, to be fair. It's a skill. What I do is a skill. Speaking, engaging, delivering workshops, delivering you know, a podcast. It's a skill that I've been honing since I was 18. So I'm saying that not to be like, yeah, wow, look at me. I'm saying that so that you know that if you're there like, well, I can't just rock up and say that. Yeah, maybe you're new to it. Maybe you haven't been doing this for 18 years. Maybe there is something that you could rock up and do like, um, figure out uh, an equation on a spreadsheet that I probably couldn't. Why? Because you're experienced at it. So I just want to caveat that because I think it's important to say that knowledge and skills development is a massive, like competence is a massive part of having confidence. So that's a reason why I am able to just show up tonight. I've got things to say. I've got things on my heart and I've been doing this for a while. So I know I can string a sentence or two together, you know, but I want you to know that transparency leads to intimacy with yourself. And what I mean by that is I can dishonor myself by showing up and putting the show on. I can dishonor myself by showing up and 
not being transparent with you will inevitably put this invisible energetic barrier up between us because what I'm trying to do is pretend I'm something I'm not. What I'm trying to do if I put the show on and not explain to you guys, you know, what is really going on, the fact that I'm knackered and I haven't got an episode prepared, what that is really doing, it's just putting like like invisible energetic layers between us. And that happens in business all the time. And it's been encouraged. Like I remember when I was going through secondary infertility after I'd had my my son. And I remember someone giving me the advice of leaving it at the door when I came into work. And I remember them saying, you know, it's just going to make everything easier. It's going to make your life easier because you'll leave it at the door and it's going to make their lives easier because they're not going to think, oh, is she hormonal? And is she upset? It just takes away all the guesswork. And I, I genuinely remember thinking, they're right. Like It's so much easier if I just leave this at the door. And it's so much, it feels so much safer to not have to not be thinking in my head, oh, they're all like second guessing if I'm okay to do my job right now. I want to let you know that was shit advice. I <laughs> was so bad. That was the worst advice in the world because guess what? When you've got shit going on, you can't just leave it at the door. That Venn diagram, if you've been following me for a while on Instagram, that Venn diagram is it. And if you're subscribed to my Substack, I'm going to include the Venn diagram in the show notes of this episode. So please subscribe to my Substack. You'll be able to see it. And what you'll be able to see is two circles that cross over in the middle. One circle is life. The other circle is business. And in the middle where it crosses over is you. Wherever you go, there you are. So when you walk into work and you try and leave your shit at the door, please know that you can't do that. You might be able to do the show. You might be able to pretend but that's going to bite you in the ass, number one. <laughs> and number two, you're dishonoring yourself in doing that. And by the way, I'm not saying be vulnerable with everyone. You know, I'm not saying like tell everyone your innermost, deepest secrets. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is when you own your own shit, and sometimes your own shit looks like these are my set of cards these are the lemons I've been handed. These are the cards I've been dealt. This is my current set of circumstances. And instead of leaving that that at the door, when I get into that meeting and I'm finding it hard to concentrate, I'm going to remember that I've got this shit going on and I'm going to give myself compassion in that moment. When I am turning up on a Wednesday night with no podcast for you guys on a Thursday morning, I'm going to remember, I'm going to give myself that compassion and I'm going to say, hey, you've got a lot of shit going on right now, Nick, and that's okay, right? And what I'm, what I'm wanting, what I'm hoping that you're seeing right now is these circumstances, sometimes we can't change them, but what we can do is we can trust that having that transparency with ourselves, it will lead to intimacy because we understand why we feel how we feel. We're not shaming ourselves or making ourselves bad or wrong for not being able to show up as we normally would when our set of circumstances aren't, uh, sorry, are amazing, right? And the last point I want to make, and then I'm going to wrap the episode up, is please also trust, like I was saying before, that transparency leads to intimacy with others. So I'm going to give you a really easy example because it's the first one that sprung to my mind. 
when I am delivering a workshop to people that I've never met before, I will give them a bit of a, like a bit of a rundown of what it's like to work with me. It normally takes like 90 seconds to two minutes, but it allows them to know what to expect. And that is because I know my job. I know my role in that moment where I've got 50 faces looking back at me and they don't know me. And I'm about to start doing a workshop on fucking conflict resolution or how to, you know, how to handle difficult conversations or how to stuff, like really intimate stuff. And they're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> they, I need them to drop their guard and I need them to understand where I'm coming from. And so I give them like a 90 to two minute spiel on what to expect of me. And I can even, I can even tell you it now. I'm like, Hey, just so you know, even though I'm the one being stood at the front of the room, me and you in the session, we're equals. I'm still practicing as much as you're still learning from me. I'm learning from you as much as you're learning from me. I am your guide in this session. And I also highlight to them that, yeah, all right, there might be a hierarchy in terms of this space. I might be leading this workshop, but there's no hierarchy in our relationship. I tell them what to expect from my work. I tell them that, you know, what you're about to experience in this workshop, I go deep and I go quick. Like we go under the under the iceberg, you know, the iceberg where it's like above the surface and below the surface. I explain to them what to expect. Why do you think I'm doing that? Why do you think I would open up a workshop with like, hey, hi, I'm Nikki. Shit gets weird. Trust me, here's why. <laughs> it's so that we develop a transparency between us. And in that transparency, we can develop an intimacy really quickly. Someone has actually fed back to me. I did, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I delivered the get out of your own way workshop today. And someone has actually um, filled out the feedback form. And there's a part of that feedback form that I've never, I've never had this feedback before. And I was so grateful for it. Here's what it says. I said, what feedback do you want to give about this session? And here's what it says. It says, there is a skill to teasing out an alternative way of thinking that is so underrated. When you tell yourself what is wrong with you, it becomes a cycle that's hard to see. An acknowledgement of self-acceptance and deep understanding is powerfully positive and the right prompts and the environment of safety and support without judgment are invaluable. I create that. In my sessions, I create, that's what I create, that's my gift and I own that completely. And I get told about the inner work conversation time after time that I fulfill my own objective of helping you to feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. Now, could I fulfill? And by the way, this isn't me being like, whoa, how amazing am I? This is me yet again, um, putting a rubber stamp, if you like, on the fact that transparency leads to intimacy. If I prioritized perfection, showing up professionally, and all of the things that I have been brought up to believe are the valuable ways to be and to seem and to be perceived. What that would detract away from is the meanness that I bring into my work. You too. You have a you that you bring into your work. 
And the more you can be transparent about your you-ness, the more intimacy you will create with yourself and with others. So take this as whatever you need right now, your permission slip, your nudge from me, your realization, your paradigm shift that says, hey, I know it's hard to be more of you in business. I do. I really do. And if you don't believe me, go back to the first episodes of the Inner Work Conversation where I spoke differently, where I tried to use a voice that was different to this voice, where I tried to swear less in case that wasn't professional and acceptable. And actually, that's not what people want at all. What people want, what my people want, what the right clients want from me is for me to show up as I am. Because that is the transparency that leads to intimacy. I show up tonight. It's getting on now. It's not half seven anymore. (laughs) It's gone eight o'clock, but I show up to you tonight tired and needing some rest, but still with a creative urge, creative energy, and a willingness to convey a message that is on my heart. And I hope that you can hear that. And I hope that you can also accept that for me to be able to do this, literally turn up and record this half an hour episode for you, what the work that is required for me to do that is ongoing work. It's the work of stopping trying to be perfect, whatever that means. Stopping trying to uh, be what I think that you guys need and want me to be. It's ongoing work to fight the resistance that comes up that says, no, 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 you might fail. No, 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 this might be the thing. No, 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 you might get rejected. You might be judged. That's ongoing work. And the more tools and the more skills and the more able you are to support yourself through that, not try and overcome it, not try and fix it, but just support yourself through the fear of failure and rejection and criticism and judgment, the better equipped you will be to bring more of you into business. I hope that this has served you tonight. You can hear that I'm tired, so I'm going to sign off for now. But I really hope that this has served you. I trust that it has. I trust you guys, you know, I trust that you are listening to this and taking from it what you need and implementing that into your own life and in business. And with all that said, please, as always, never forget, I am always cheering you on. Oh, one last thing. One last thing. I am going to make the Get Out of Your Own Way workshop a replayable workshop. So if you missed out on that and you're like, oh, I really wanted to, like I've listened from episode 190 to this one now, whatever number this one is, and actually I really want that as a workshop, you can get the replay. I'm going to make that available. So if you click the link, you'll be able to buy it and access everything on replay. Um, I just wanted to say that because as a lot of you may know, I don't do a great job at promoting (laughs) my actual work. So this is me doing that. So without further ado, please never forget that I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.